Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Think of Taylor Swift as an old lady who suddenly shows up as a vocal and choral coach for a school not known recently for excellence in song or performance. Or a 60-year-old Peyton Manning suddenly deciding to become the offensive coordinator for a less-than-stellar high school football team. Now, I don't believe that's really going to happen, but I'm sure that everyone's heard of the flashy and previous greater-than-life former Atlanta Braves star outfielder and former Hall of Fame NFL receiver Deion Sanders, right? Wrong. That was years ago, and the dude is now 56 years old, but not everyone realizes that as its new head football coach, he led the University of Colorado's Buffaloes team to a 3-0 start after a 1-11 season the year prior. Its offense nearly doubled its points-per-game output in his first year, from 15.4 points per game to 28.2 points per game. Total yards per game rose to 364 from 281, with passing yards up from 173 per game to 295 per game. Turnovers dropped from 22 for the 2022 season to 10 for 2023. Now, while Colorado only finished with a 4-8 record, the evidence of progress in Coach Sanders' first year is obvious. And he just yesterday shocked the football world with recruiting the number one five-star offensive lineman. So what can he teach the best sales managers? Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, as each week we explore sales management and sales leadership attitudes and habits and skills, which bring greatness to sales teams. Callum Borcher writes some pretty good stuff for all of us in his article, It's Prime Time for Bosses to Pay Attention to Deion Sanders, and his ability to make confidence contagious. But how does he do this? Because flashy former players many times do not make the best coaches, just the way that flashy former salespeople many times do not make the best sales managers. Well, here's what he did, and here's what he would tell you. Number one, he would tell you to set really high expectations, even if people think you're crazy, but don't do it with a cocky confidence and a cocky feeling of inherent superiority. Instead, do it with the belief that your people are capable of greatness, are capable of getting better through hard work. Relay this message in all kinds of ways to your team. Second, show you care even as you hold them to very high standards. Be upbeat, but be realistic without being domineering. Remember, As you turn around a team or position them the first year with progress and fundamentals for a better second year, they will need to borrow your confidence in them and in the plan as they struggle with a low optimism from the previous culture and leadership. These two tips, while simple, have profound implications for managing any team of people or a family, especially in times of crisis of struggles that every group faces. And while they are simple, they may not be natural for every leader. We, just as those we lead, have times in which we need encouragement or hope. An article in the Washington Post tells us that hope is a virtue, not a feeling, and it has a practical side. In his article, E.J. Dion tells his readers that 
Hope is a demanding virtue, not a sunny disposition. It accepts reality, acknowledges obstacles, and insists that something in the future can be reached, it can be achieved, and it is waiting for us. It's something every child and every adult needs to traverse a broken and chaotic world. For example, just last week a friend of mine and his wife discovered that their 40-year-old son had lymphoma B. And now every day they look for the good in it, and not much beyond the day as he receives chemo and help from nurses and doctors. Now, usually, football and sales teams do not face such severe obstacles to their progress. Instead, it's the usual nose from prospects, the ghosted second appointments, missed quotas, and facing the demons within themselves. But there, as well as in families, leaders are needed to bring realism and hope to the tasks and trials at hand. Dion is doing this, and if you are not, you can learn to do this as well. Start with setting the expectations for growth that you know, that you absolutely believe can happen. And then tell them what you expect, where you expect. They will end up next with hard work at certain activities, skills, and new habits. Then do not be domineering, but realistically hopeful. With clear statistics and numbers and consideration for the things they do well, and the effort they give, and the clear and new progress points to celebrate. Do not accept mediocre effort in yourself or those you lead, but show care and concern when you see either type of effort. And every time, every time call them on it. Hope, confidence, clear expectations, making visible mediocre effort and great effort, while seemingly small to some, especially those more into themselves, are huge. Yes, they're huge. Nations expire because of a lack of hope. So do families and children, salespeople and sales managers. So lead yourself and everyone away from despair and to better health, better productivity, and better sales and incomes. And as you lead them into this new brand of confidence, one rooted in hard work, determination, and the belief it will all pay off. You just might give them some Deion Sanders sunglasses to remind them that now with you, they will be looking through a new and better lens, one that will let them see and believe in the better tomorrow that is on the way. See you next week, and in the meantime, please go to YouTube and find CTS Sales Profile Solutions, our new video channel and subscribe, and please see the 12 videos we just put up there. We hope the recruiting and coaching information you find there will help you build the most successful sales team in the world. And one more helpful suggestion, if you have not done so, please buy this book, The Carrot Principle. I just suggested this to another sales manager, and they were blown away with the practical ways that Adrian Gostick and Chester Elton relay there with how the best managers in the world use recognition to engage their employees, retain talent, and drive performance. See you next time, everybody. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.